Welcome to BTR News. My name is Scotty Reed, and today I'm speaking with Kwabana Rasuli of Clear the Airways about the hypocrisy of some who are calling out rapper Kodak Black for being disrespectful towards the grieving girlfriend of the late rapper Nipsey Hussle, who was gunned down in the parking lot of his L.A. clothing store by another black man. Kodak Black made an inappropriate comment about giving Lauren London a year to grieve before making moves on her. On Saturday, a video circulated online in which Kodak said, Lauren London, that's baby though. She's about to be out here single. She's finna be a whole widow out here. I'll be the best man I can be for her. I'll give her a whole year. She might need a whole year to be crying and stuff for him. The social media and hip-hop community were outraged and one L.A. radio station decided the disrespectful comments warranted banning Kodak Black's music. That seems a bit hypocritical when most urban radio stations not only play music with lyrics that disrespect women all day long, but also glorifies or promotes the type of violence that claimed the life of Nipsey Hussle. Power 106, LA's top hip-hop station, announced they'll no longer play the 21-year-old's music. And one of his DJs, Justin Credible, tweeted, We stand with the family of Nipsey Hussle and are appalled by the disrespectful and poor comments made by Kodak Black. With that, Power 106 will not support Kodak Black's music. It was also announced that a hip-hop museum was taking down the Kodak Black display. Let me go to Brother Kwabana and get his thoughts on this story. Kwabana, welcome back to BTR News. And what do you make of this? Do you find it hypocritical or what, considering what goes out over the radio 24-7? I find it very hypocritical, Brother Scott. It's very hypocritical. And it's like, I mean, basically, you should have been down with Kodak Black music if you're going to put it like that because it's so... Uh, vulgar, ignorant, and, 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 and stupid. And, you know, this was ignorant and stupid. But he learned it from these same outlets, some of these same rappers who are criticizing him. And so it's just, like you said, hypocritical. And if you're going to, again, ban Kodak Bleak or Kodak Black, whatever we call it, music, then ban the rest of that crap. Ban the rest of that crap that calls our women B's and H's. He calls us in and drops in bonds on the people and encourages us to shoot and kill each other, like you mentioned earlier, which led to the demise of our brother, Nipsey Hussle, and so many others. Led to the demise of the four uh, young black women shot and killed in Chicago over this past week, the same week when, uh, when uh, Nipsey was killed. So bad, bad all that music that's caused for hate and demeaning, degrading, and Called for kidnapping and gang raping of, of black women. As I travel now, brother, I'm, I pass by Indianapolis and listen to 96.3, their ratchet killer station, and I hear the song Rover 2.0 not once, not once, but twice. And that's, and that's a song about doing drive-bys in the Range Rover, where mm-hmm. the rapper talks about uh, the, the, the top in your coolest and so is your boo. I got her, now she's gonna eat my whole crew. And then uh, that's Black Black Boy JB. And then 21 Savage comes on later on in the song with, uh, we done with your beat, come get her. And this is right today, a few minutes ago. Here not once, but twice. Twice in Indianapolis. And it's like that all around the country. 
all around the country in, in containment areas where Africans are struggle, struggling to survive this place. This right. is the type of music that we get. So, that, yeah, it's very hypocritical. Yes, it, it is very hypocritical. And as I replied uh, to DJ Credible, because he put out his statement on Twitter, I brought it up. I was like, hey, but you play this type of music that's disrespectful to women all the time. You play the music that promotes the violence that killed Nipsey Hussle. So I just find it very hypocritical, uh, Brother Kwabana. You know, we've had, had music out there, Rick Ross, for example, talking about date raping you know putting drugs in a woman's drink without her knowledge and as you just mentioned some of the lyrics from um the song you was quoting running trains on women just all kind of disrespectful music that i i just don't understand why more women and men but women in particular do not take offense to this. And this is something you've touched on in terms of the Me Too movement. You want to call out these men for their uh, uh, inappropriate sexual behavior, but you don't want to call out the corporations who uh, uh, support radio stations with their advertisement dollars who play the same kind of music glorifying or normalizing the type of misogynistic uh, predat- predatory music that we hear every day. Man, poor homie Quan. Y'all probably wish homie Quan. Uh, he had a song out a couple of years ago. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. The first line of the song, uh, it repeats three times in the song, give that hoe some X and she gonna want to sex every end and the set. So again, that's what's that? You, you drugging her. You put her on ecstasy and then every end and the set is gonna sex her. You know, that and and He's performing this at the Atlanta Hawks uh, opening of their, I think, probably 2016 back 17 maybe basketball season. He's performing, invited to do that there. Rick Ross, the summer of 2017, I believe that's when it was, right before the Me Too movement just blew up. He's on a breakfast club bragging about when they asked him the question, "Well, how come, how come you don't have any females, any sisters in your in your uh, in your group in your label rapping?" He says, well, I have, to, I have to screw him twice. I have to hit him twice or something, he said. And, and the, the host thought it was so funny. So, and he later came back to apologize, Brother Scott. He apologized for saying that, but the damage was done. You know, then right shortly thereafter, here comes the Me Too movement, the Time's Up movement. They just blow up. And so I'm in Boston. That was summer of 2017. So I'm in Boston, late September 2017. They're advertising the Breakfast Club on the Ratchet Killer radio station in Boston. And of all the interviews they do, they go back to that clip where Rick Ross says that line of that misogynistic ignorance, and that's what they're playing. The average, something he's already apologized for. And that's how they're advertising the Breakfast Club on this on this uh, on this particular station. Yet targets our children. No, bro, it's, it's hypocritical. It's, uh, it's it's unfortunate, and it's confusing the masses of the people with this madness, man. And we say we said earlier that the work that Nipsey hustled has done in the community, staying in the community, working with people in the community, investing in the community, investing in the brothers who, who've gotten in trouble and gotten out of trouble. It's beautiful work. It shows that he has love for his people. But the music, the ratchet rap music that he's also a part of shows hate for our people, shows disdain for our people, continues to do it. And that's sad. And that's disgusting. It has to be changed. 
I agree agree with you 100% as I had uh, mentioned to you before. And I think I mentioned it on social media. I had never heard of Nipsey Hussle. I may have heard the name here or there on a commercial for an awards event or something like that. But, you know, I don't listen to the radio station. You know, I'm an old hip-hop head. I like old hip-hop or I like R&B uh-huh. or I like pop music. And I'll just pull up whatever I want to hear on YouTube. I never turn on that radio. If I'm in a car, I'd rather listen to sports talk radio than turn on the hip-hop station because I know what I'm going to hear and it's going to offend my spirit, you know, now that I've matured, you know, uh, uh, quite a bit since I was young. But when I was young, there was no music like this uh, 24-7 on the public uh, airwaves. So, you know, I'm, I'm with you, man. And let me ask you this, you know, any other conversations that you have observed concerning Nipsey Hussle or Kodak Black's comments, is anybody else pointing out the hypocrisy? Very few. I, there's a few people that are pointing that out. Matter of fact, uh, brother on your network, I just saw what he, he talked about one of the first things we have to deal with if we're going to improve our conditions. We got to deal with this music. We got to deal with these sponsors who finance this crap. So I'm getting very few people. One sister pointed out some of the lyrics. Like many people, they had not heard the lyrics of, of Nipsey, and so she said some of those lyrics and was wondering why, you know, you know, why so much love. And you know, I mean, I'm sharing the love is again, it's his work in the community. The, those lyrics are, you know, not as bad as so many, but they're still bad. But you know, I look at, at people like Ti and a couple things with, concerning Nipsey and Ti. First, he was uh, upset that we haven't gone after Zimmerman, but somebody will go and, and, and shoot Nipsey. And then, you know, this whole Kodak Bleak thing. You know, he's coming hard on Kodak, Kodak uh, lack like so many people are, like he deserves to be to a certain extent. But brother, you know, listen to the song you did with Doe B. Doe B out of Alabama, 22-year-old 20, brother who had a song called Let Me Find Out. I asked your audience to check it. Google search, search the lyrics of the song Let Me Find Out that you did on your Hustle Gang label along with uh, Juicy J. Well, you, all you do is talking about... Uh, it ain't your girl. It's our, we gonna share her. And how you disrespecting some man's woman? And then you also rapping on there about killing somebody and shooting somebody. And then Juicy J comes on there and talks about, oh, your wife is is in the bed with him and has, oh, you know what, in her mouth and your testicles in her hand. Your wife. Maybe my, my question was maybe Kodak Black was listening to this song that was out five or six years ago. Maybe that this is the type of music he was hearing all the time. And so he's thinking with his confused mind that it's okay to say this. Yeah. You know, one, so, one thing I want okay to point out. One thing I want to point out. When I read his comments, I wouldn't necessarily call them disrespectful. I would call them inappropriate. There's a difference between being disrespectful and inappropriate. So, you know, some people might have that confused. But the guy is only 21 years old. Okay, there's a level of maturity that he hasn't reached yet. You know, I'm not making excuses for him, but look at those, his peers in the industry, his mentors. You just talked about T.I. T.I. is what, in his dang gone 40s? You know, about the hit. Yeah, so, you know, what what about what they're teaching these young up-and-coming rappers? You know? I mean, and Scotty, that was an example. Like I said, Joe B was 22. And T.I. was well into the 30s when they did that song. And Juicy J probably in his 40s when they did that song. And guess what Dobie is right now? Prison. Dobie is dead. Dobie's dead. 
He was, he was shot and killed outside of a club along with a 21-year-old college student at Troy University and a 20-year-old brother. You know, and your song is Let Me Find Out. And you can just imagine what the lyrics are about in terms of the violence, if I find out. And so so he's dead. And, and you know, he was being mentored, I'm sure, by T.I., looking up to this dude. And now you, you're getting all on Kodak Black. And, you know, Kodak Black, man, I didn't realize he was just 21. But, and, and that's some of the problems, man. I was in Detroit, uh a couple of weeks ago and Kodak Black has a concert coming up in Detroit on April 13th or something. So they're advertising his concert by him saying, um, all the beautiful light-skinned girls, I'm going to see you at the, at, at the concert or come to the concert. I got a gift for you. Wow. This is what Kodak said. So it's like, yeah, I guess it's just, just crazy, man. And so he was probably 50. If he says 21 now, he's probably 15, 16 years old when that song was out with uh with Juicy Deck and uh and Don't Be. And so and that wasn't the only song like that. So much music was like that five years ago and continues to be like that today. Influenced and, and corrupting and messing up the minds of the masses of our youth. And he's just an example of it. Now, I the last time I spoke with you on BTR News, you were informing us about the Respect Us campaign. And that directly speaks to what we're speaking about now. Can you can you remind people about the Respect Us campaign? Yeah, the Respect Us campaign is taken off taken off what Dr. King was talking about not too long before he left us was assassinated, I should say. When he was dealing with that we need to start holding our dollars our economic power our, our, and, and put economic sanctions on these corporations that do not respect us. And so along with the National Congress of Black Women, Dr. E. Fay Williams, Bob Law, and members of the National Black Leadership Alliance and several other organizations, we had a, a, a invited a lot of these corporations to a lyric summit where they can hear and see these lyrics and talk to uh, educators and religious leaders and, and people are activists about these lyrics and their effects on the masses of our people. Well, none of them showed up. This was in New York City where they all have representation and they did not show up. And so we're, we're launching economic sanctions on Kohl's, on McDonald's, on Subway, JCPenney's, and Adidas because they, again, sponsor and finance the broadcasting of these horrific, dangerous lyrics that demean and degrade Black people in general and black women in particular, and even call for violence against black women. And like we mentioned earlier, just in this past week, just in Chicago, 18 and 19 year old sisters shot dead in a car. A couple days later, 29 year old sisters shot dead. You know, we got 10 year olds, 13 year olds getting shot, children getting shot in baby showers, eight year olds getting shot in baby showers over here. Just no, no respect for the people. And the music is saying, shoot and kill them, calling them in. Dropping in bombs on them, dehumanizing N words on them, calling our women bees and aces, and shooting their children and shooting them. And these corporations are sponsoring it. And we're saying later for that, it's time to respect us. And respect us means we got to respect ourselves, and they have to respect us. I would agree that it should start with respecting ourselves and we should show that respect by not just boycotting the the uh, advertisers on these stations that you mentioned, but but boycott the stations themselves. Now, one thing I saw on social media after the killing of Nipsey Hussle, uh, a person that I follow and who follows me, you know, they're just a listener. They don't have a platform or anything. So, you know, but this brother said, 
I'm boycotting all violent music. I'm boy. That's what's his response to after hearing about Nipsey Russell. I mean, excuse me, Nipsey Hussle uh, being killed. And to me, that's the appropriate response. Man, my, I got a friend of mine, too. A good friend of mine did the same thing. He said, uh, if we're going to honor him truly, that's what we have to do. And right on. And so hopefully, you know, our brother uh, death won't be in vain, man. And, and we can, like, he won't just become another hip-hop artist who was killed in 2019. Man, they got these videos, man, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. And now 19, ongoing, keeping up with all the rappers that were killed in each year. Show you a little bit of their song and, and just talk about the rapper a little bit and how they met their demise. And if you, and they play a little bit of their music. And just about all the black folks that they play to the people on these uh, on these videos, they dropping in bombs. They rapping about killing people, drugs, and, and disrespecting our women. And so that's that's what they've been promoting and pushing on our people, man. So, but hopefully, like you said, this won't be in vain, and we can uh, and we can. We can make some changes, man, and in, in, in this uh, this horrific, dangerous genre of, of music that they call hip hop or commercialized slop hop, and it's just been so destructive, brother. And so hopefully we can we can make a difference and make some changes in this music, man. If we are to truly uh, truly pay homage to this brother, like so many people are doing, man. Twenty one thousand seat uh, Staples Center is where they have his ceremony coming up this week, man. And, you know, before that was Michael Jackson had his ceremony there. And, you know, this is a brother that a lot of people didn't even know a lot of his music. So he gets a lot of respect. But we saying we should respect us. We got to really respect ourselves. We have to we have to demand that they respect us, man. Word, word on that, brother. So do you got any final thoughts? You know, I really appreciate the work of Clear the Airways Project. Tell people how they can find you and support the work. Uh, check us out at Clear the Airways Project on Facebook. Uh, we work with the organization called the National Black Leadership Alliance. Uh, we're at nationalblackleadershipalliance.org. Uh, support, again, this Respect Us campaign. Follow the National Congress of Black Women. And uh, get organized and, and, and work with us. And do like the brother you, you said did and like the sister my friend said did, did in our, you know, this, this, this battle against this horrific dangerous music music is culture it's our way of life part of major part of my way of life and for them for them to be doing this to our music man it's just unbelievable and for us not to be organized already to stop it is also unbelievable so we just got to do it man we appreciate you brother scotty you know for, for being with us man and, and supporting this too man for uh for years but uh we we see light at the end of this tunnel man and we're gonna win but we just need the people to understand that we have to protect our children from these things. Kodak Black was a child probably listening to this crap. And so now that's why, he, you know, one of the reasons why he's so confused and doing what he's doing. Word, word. Well, thank you, Brother Kwabana, for speaking with me today. And you stay safe out there, man, uh, in your travels. Right on, brother. Appreciate you, man. One love. This has been Scotty Reed reporting, asking you to support independent media and the work of the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project by making a donation today.